Today is Thursday, February 11th, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast. First off, that wind chill warning still remains in effect until noon Friday. For the counties of Eastern Glacier, Hill, Toole, Liberty, and Blaine, as well as the northern Rocky Mountain Front, dangerously cold wind chills are occurring. Wind chills as low as 60 below zero. These dangerously cold wind chills could cause frostbite on exposed skin in as little as five minutes. Avoid outside activities if possible, and when you do have to go outside, make sure you wear appropriate clothing, a hat, and gloves. Once again, that wind chill warning remains in effect until noon tomorrow. For the rest of your Thursday, partly cloudy, chance of flurries through the day. Patchy blowing snow in the afternoon. Highs 10 below to 15 below zero. Northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour with wind chill readings 40 below to 50 below zero. Tonight, partly cloudy, lows 30 below to 35 below zero. West winds 5 to 15 miles an hour, wind chill readings 50 below to 60 below zero. Friday, mostly cloudy, patchy blowing snow in the afternoon. Highs around 10 below. West winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Wind chill readings 50 below to 60 below zero in the morning. Friday night, partly cloudy in the evening, then becoming mostly cloudy. Lows 25 below to 30 below zero. Northwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Saturday, mostly cloudy in the morning, then becoming partly cloudy. Highs 5 below to 10 below zero. East winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Saturday night and Sunday, partly cloudy. Lows around 25 below. Highs 5 below to 0. Sunday night, partly cloudy. Lows around 15 below. Monday and Monday night, not as cold and mostly cloudy. Highs 10 to 15. Lows around 0. Tuesday and Tuesday night, mostly cloudy. Highs around 20. Lows 0 to 5 above 0. Wednesday, mostly cloudy. Highs around 25. More details have been released regarding last month's fire in the basement of St. Jude's Thaddeus Church in Haver. Court records state that probable cause has been established that two 14-year-old Haver boys committed the misdemeanors of negligent arson, desecration of a place of worship, criminal trespass to property, and criminal mischief. At around 6.49 p.m. on January 13th, the Haver Fire Department responded to a call on the 400 block of 7th Avenue and extinguished a small fire in a basement storage room. Haver police then investigated the incident and made contact with the two suspected juveniles, who admitted that paper towels were lit on fire, but said there was no real purpose for doing so. The church suffered no structural damage. Hearings for the two juveniles in youth court are scheduled for March 8th. The Chester Joplin Inverness School District has announced a temporary shift to virtual learning due to confirmed COVID-19 cases in the school. The district says the plan is to return to in-person learning on February 24th. In addition, the district canceled last night's scheduled spelling bee, as well as upcoming girls' basketball and wrestling contests. The boys' basketball team will continue with their schedule, but with no fans allowed at their next two games. Grab-and-go meals are available for people 18 and younger by visiting the district's website or Facebook page. The Hill County Commission met in the courthouse on Wednesday morning for their weekly business meeting. The commission approved a budget amendment to add an additional $7,129 into their COVID-19 immunization program. Funds for this program, which now totals $16,100, are being provided by DPHHS. Health Officer Kim Larson says they expect to receive additional funding down the line from DPHHS. The commission also announced the appointment of Michelle Burchard to the Fair Board, Russ Tweed to the Mount Royal TV Board, and the reappointment of Judy Gomke to the Tax Appeals Board. The commission will be spending much of this Thursday interviewing finalists for the two open MSU extension agent positions with Hill County. A formal announcement on hirings is expected in the coming weeks.
Lawmakers on the House Business and Labor Committee heard public comment on a bill Wednesday that would create a statewide fund to pay people if they need to temporarily leave their jobs for a family or medical emergency. The UM Legislative News Service reports under Helena Democrat Moffie Funk's bill, employers and employees would pay into the fund, much like they currently do for workers' compensation. Funk says in spite of the large upfront cost to the state, House Bill 228 will pay for itself. We just need to have the resolve to give it some seed money for the benefit of all Montanans. Supporters from small businesses and unions said the bill would especially help low-income families and that it would help businesses retain employees. Heather O'Loughlin spoke on behalf of the Montana Budget and Policy Center in support of the bill. More specifically, access to paid leave keeps workers not just attached to the workforce generally, but more likely to stay with that employer. Opponents to the bill raised concerns about the cost to employers and employees. The bill asks for 1% of payroll to fund the program. Taking a look at local COVID-19 updates for today. We'll start with Hill County, which yesterday reported six new COVID-19 cases and four recoveries. Total case count for Hill County, 1,855, 27 active, one hospitalized, 1,788 recovered, and 40 deaths. Over in Blaine County, they did not report any new COVID-19 cases yesterday, but did report four recoveries. Total case count for Blaine County, 712, 7 active, 681 recoveries, 24 deaths. Phillips County yesterday, they reported no new cases as well, and two recoveries. Total case count for Phillips County, 488, one active, which is hospitalized as well, 473 recoveries and 15 deaths. We've not received COVID-19 updates over the last 24 hours from Shoto or Liberty Counties, but once we do get them, we'll make sure to pass them along. Turning to state news, we'll start with today's daily COVID-19 update from the Department of Public Health and Human Services. And today, Montana reported 261 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the cumulative total to 96,842. The death toll is 1,320. Active case count 3,025, 111 active hospitalizations. Counties with the most new cases today, Yellowstone 46, Gallatin 38, Flathead 29, Missoula 29, Cascade 23. Taking a look at the vaccine update for the state, total doses administered, 157,618, 43,778 Montanans fully immunized. Montana Governor Greg Gianforte says he will lift a statewide mask requirement later this week. The announcement came Wednesday after the governor signed a bill intended to protect businesses and healthcare providers from coronavirus-related lawsuits. Gianforte said the new law will allow businesses to safely open during the pandemic. He also said enough vulnerable Montanans have received vaccinations to allow the lifting Friday of the mask mandate put in place by his Democratic predecessor. Local jurisdictions will still be permitted to implement mask mandates after the statewide rule is lifted. As of Wednesday, just under 4% of Montana residents had received both doses of the vaccine. A fourth Montana lawmaker has tested positive for COVID-19 during this year's session. The House Republicans announced that GOP Representative Becky Beard of Elliston received positive results Wednesday morning and gave permission for her name to be released. COVID-19 panel chair Senator Jason Ellsworth says Beard was not a direct contact to fellow Republican Representative Brian Putnam of Kalispell who received a positive test on Sunday. Ellsworth says Beard is asymptomatic and has been participating in the legislature remotely this week. Contact tracing is ongoing. 
The Montana Community Foundation launched a fund on Wednesday to assist Native Americans who are looking for their missing loved ones. The AP reports that while Native Americans consist of just 6.7% of Montana's population, they account for on average 26% of the state's active cases for missing people. Whitney Williams, who established the Snowbird Fund, said that many indigenous families are forced to organize their own searches without help when a family member or friend goes missing. Williams and other donors contributed $50,000 each to the fund. Grant funding will provide $500 payments that are not taxed. A Wyoming man accused of killing three relatives has pleaded guilty. 55-year-old Dana Beartusk pleaded guilty Tuesday in state district court in Sheridan, Wyoming, to three counts of second-degree murder. Beartusk told Judge John Fenn he was intoxicated when he killed 54-year-old Sienna Fisher, 25-year-old Mach Daviano Blackhawk Fisher, and 51-year-old Angelina Beartusk in March 2020. Their bodies were found in Bear Tusk's home in Bighorn. The AP reports Bear Tusk initially was charged with three counts of first-degree murder. Each second-degree murder charge is punishable by at least 20 years in prison. A sentencing hearing is set for April 13th. U.S. Interior Department officials are rolling back a Trump administration directive that gave local and state officials power to block purchases of land and water for conservation purposes. Acting Interior Secretary Scott De La Vega on Thursday rescinded a November order from former Secretary David Bernhardt that was criticized by lawmakers from both parties of Congress. Trump administration officials had said the order would have allowed the government to concentrate on fulfilling goals set when conservation areas were created by filling in missing pieces of them rather than expanding the government's holdings. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat $5.81. Spring wheat $5.49. Blaine County, winter wheat $5.71. Spring wheat $5.44. Liberty County, winter wheat $5.86. Spring wheat $5.49. Shoto County, winter wheat $5.81. Spring wheat $5.49. And Phillips County, winter wheat $5.66. Spring wheat $5.39. And that does it for your Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.